Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right. Well, we're watching sponsored by Guide to Door and Window. Receive 20% off all windows and doors and no money down up to three years to pay it back. Interest-free. Uh, call Guide to Door and Window today at 1877-GO-GUIDA. Visit them at gogua.com. All right. Uh, movie on Netflix getting a lot of uh, attention called The Greatest Beer Run, directed by Peter Farrelly, Jody, who did, uh, well, he did Dumb and Dumber and he did Kingpin, but he also did Green Book, which won the Best Picture Oscar. Um, I, let me set it up, tell you what I think, and then see if you agree or disagree. Is that all right? Yeah. Um, one quick question. Yeah. Farrelly or Farley? I go Farrelly. Is it Farley? It's F-A-R-E-L-L-Y. Yeah, I, I always thought it was the right. Farley brothers. You may but, be right. You but you right. might be right. I don't I can't okay. say 100% for sure. Anyway, he's been around. Yeah. So the movie is based on a very good book of the same title. Um, true st- And I read the book, which may influence my opinion here. It's a true story of a New York City guy named Chickie Donahue, 1967, spends most of his life hanging with his buddies at the bar, even as they're watching friends go off to Vietnam and never come home again. And when one of his best pals goes MIA, Chicky gets this crazy idea. He's drunk. He's like, what if I brought all my friends in Vietnam a beer just to just to show them that back in New York we still love him? And his fellow barmates kind of egg him on, uh, including a bar owner played by Bill Murray, which took me a took me a couple minutes to recognize that as Bill Murray. I don't know about you, but it didn't look like him at first. I picked up on the fact okay. that it was uh, Murray pretty quickly. All right. Anyway, Chicky decides to, he gets on a cargo ship to Vietnam to find the guys and just has to spend two months on the ocean and find people he knows in the country in the middle of a war and give his friends some suds and then find his way home again, which amazingly he does. Again, it's based on a true story, and it's a great premise. But I thought it was a mediocre to bad movie. Um, the underlying point of the movie is that Chicky starts off as like a full-blown defender of the Vietnam War, and only after he gets there does he realize that, that war is hell and that his friends are dying for no good reason. So again, a fine premise, but kind of condescending, kind of manipulative, very designed to hit you over the head with the moral of the story. More, I thought, than tell you the actual terrific story of this guy doing this crazy thing. It's a message movie, um, and even if you agree with the message, you end up thinking the director is just playing you for stupid. I'll hand it to you. Okay. Uh, Yeah, apparently I liked it better than you did. I I can't say I loved it because I'm just not a Zac Efron fan. 
Um, yes. The, the star of the movie is a guy who I've seen in other features, and I'm just not a big fan of his. Well, when I found out he was the guy, you texted me and said, can you watch this? I heard, heard nothing about it. And I thought greatest beer run ever oh, with the Farley brothers is right up my alley. <laughs> yeah, you thought it was entirely something Absolutely else. something else. And then I found out what it was. Here was my issue, Mac. Um, and you and I are of similar age. Most of the stuff we talk about, you and I are in the exact same ballpark because we lived it, whatever. The Vietnam War came when I was just a little kid. I'm starting yeah. grade school. Yeah. So the whole debate on whether it was a war that we should have been in, as I got older, I certainly understood it, but I didn't live that. I was just too young to do that. My father didn't fight in the Vietnam War. He fought in Korea. Well, he was in the service during the Korean War. He never actually got in country, played for the U.S. baseball team, as a matter of fact, while the uh, individuals were fighting over in Korea. Uh, but I didn't get the whole Vietnam War thing because I was just a little kid, and I didn't yeah. understand. So trying to draw from my own personal uh, remembrances of what it was all about, I didn't have as much to draw on. So that if, if I was five, six, seven, ten years older, I think I would have felt very differently about the movie. I thought it was pretty well done. Yeah, it's kind of judgmental. Um, Bill Murray was good. Russell Crowe was outstanding. The best. He was the as, best part of the movie. Oh, absolutely. As the in-country media photographer has to stick to the facts, and he truly did try and draw a line because most people came down on one side or the other. Yep. Either it was a travesty we were in the war or this is what we do as Americans. He gave you that nice balance in the middle, that there were things about it that were right and things about it that were wrong. So I give Russell Crowe a lot of credit, and I thought it was great. That's how we open the uh, what we're watching. Uh, Are you entertained with That's Russell right. Crowe? That's uh, right. That's which yeah, was good call. Which was very great. Uh, enjoyed it. Not something I go. Oh my God! Get to Netflix immediately again. If you're a millennial, I don't think they would look at it the same way you and I looked at it, and I don't know if they'd actually enjoy it at all. But uh, for someone sixty plus. Uh, they might be able to walk back down memory lane and, uh, and enjoy it and or get annoyed by it. If a movie causes your emotions, that can't be a bad thing. Sometimes the emotions are good. Sometimes they're bad. I can deal and live with either one. This one, because I just missed it historically in my own life, uh, I probably wasn't as moved as I might have been. But overall, I thought it was pretty good. Okay. I agree with you on Zac Efron. I didn't think – I don't – I've never particularly loved him. I didn't think he was – he played it as like a working class New York City caricature, dumb as a rock. And uh, there's there's a line uh, I think somebody says every once in a while you run into a guy who's too dumb to get killed, um, which was mm -hmm. kind of meant to be humorous, but it fit and not in a way to help the movie. And by the way, I love Bill Murray. We all love Bill Murray. I didn't love him in this movie. I I I didn't think he was good. Well, he was specifically a pointed character. He was one of those guys who was supposed one dimensional. To be... Yeah, he was. And uh, if that's the char if that's what the character calls for, then you have to be that character. So I think the way that the dialogue went, he had to play it the way he played it. And one other reason why I probably like the film, Mac, which is again just uh, it, to our listening audience today, nobody else is going to say what I'm going to say. I've been in Doc Fiddler's. The bar. Oh, that that's a real place. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, the bar, which they, they used to set up a lot of the movie. 
Correct. That is on Broadway in northern Manhattan, just ah. over the bridge from Riverdale. And I had a whole bunch of friends growing up in high school that lived in Riverdale. And from time to time, yes, would we actually go into, ooh, we're going into Manhattan. By about three blocks, you're right. in Manhattan coming over the bridge from Riverdale. But I have been – now, this was a staged bar made in a Hollywood set somewhere, so it wasn't exactly the same. But I certainly recognize the name as Doc Fiddler's, and I got an outside shot of it and they put it yeah right exactly where it was supposed to be on broadway so yeah that was oh, kind of cool. cool for me yes yeah that's fun when that happens when you know the place in the in the movie um scale of one to ten i give it a four and a half i'd go six maybe six and a half because of doc fiddler it's, it, it's not an eight nine or ten for sure but uh, i enjoyed it and i had no problem after i was done with it. i said all right mac man put me onto a decent movie all right. Well, there you go. Uh, the name of the movie is The Greatest Beer Run Ever. Again, I read the book, and I think sometimes when you read the book first, you're not going to like the movie as much because the, the book's got a lot more going to it. Uh, it is on Netflix. Jody likes it a bit. I dislike it a bit. You see how you feel. Let's go to our friend Jack in Santa Barbara. You're on with Jody and Glenn. Hey, guys. How are you doing this morning? Good, hey, Jack. <laughs> hey, hey uh, Jody. Um, did you do Ken Burns' Vietnam piece? No. Um, I, it's so funny because we're talking about Vietnam here, and I haven't I had a chance to get to the, uh, the one you suggested yet. No, it, you, it, it, will, it will clarify everything for you, really. It, it, is, it is epic, the way he put it together. Okay. And, um, you yeah, set aside it, about uh, 90 hours to watch it, Jody. <laughs> That's Ken Burns. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I'm a binger when it's really good history stuff, and this is this is really good because it tells both sides of the story, okay. um, and I think you both would enjoy it. Um, but my Philly's point that I shared with Kyle. So yesterday, I go out of the house on errands, places I I couldn't get to the game, in the fifth inning when. Bohm was left on third base and didn't score, right? Yeah. He, he hit, a, hit a double, yeah. and they got, got him over to third with one out and didn't get him in. And, um, and I'm like, oh, man, what's the odds being on the road that you're going to be able to pull this game off? So I figured they're going to lose. And then I get this text later in the day from a friend of mine who's a Padres fan. And he knows I'm a major Philly fan. So he tells me what happened, right? Sends me a text. Last night, he was at a Jack Johnson concert in San Diego, and I was free. So, so I sent him the update on, on the Padres game because I gave him the favor back, right? Yeah, and, sure. And, and so, um, yeah, it was it, it was a. Uh, it was a great day, and uh, uh, okay, here's my unsung hero. Yep. This is one for you, Jody. You'll you'll know this guy, Harold Jensen. Remember Harold? Jensen? Oh, Villanova. Yeah. Yep. Just a yep. stone cold shooter. Yes, Harold Thanks, Jensen, Jack. part of that uh, upset squad that took down Georgetown uh, under Raleigh in the uh, championship game. Not a bad yeah. one. I like it. Yeah, yeah, you can go college. Actually, Nova's had a few of those in these big games. 
215-592-9494. We will get to the callers. I apologize, Jody, and I got a little bit of a riff about that movie, but we look forward to talking to you uh, coming up next on 94 WIP. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.